In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how our upbringings and culture has completely failed us in our relationships and what we had to do differently to have the relationship that we have today. Let's go. The real question is this, how can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. What's up and welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. This is episode 103 and I am your host, Rafi. And I'm Sarah. <laughs> What's that? What were you trying to impersonate? I was trying to impersonate you. <laughs> you sounded like somebody else for some reason. I can't wrap my my mind around it. But anyways, today we're going to be talking about our upbringings. Yes. And how it's affected our relationships and you might be listening to this right now and might be resonating with this as well uh, with and relating to how we were taught relationships growing up. So would you mind sharing first? Right. Um, I was raised by my mom, as many of you know. Um, also, my mom's side of the family was very like female dominant. Um, it just have very strong women in our family. So I was raised in that community to be a very strong woman myself, uh, to be very independent. And so when I went looking for love, that is who I was in the relationship. Very strong um, in most of my relationships. There was a bad one where I wasn't strong. Um, but anyway, what I learned um, from my family, from my mom, about relationships was just to, I don't know, I guess it was kind of do your own thing. I mean, I was around my mom a lot, so we did our own thing because my dad wasn't with us. Do your own thing? What do you mean? Whatever the heck we wanted to do. In your relationship? Well, You could do whatever you want? Yeah. Well, except have sex. <laughs> Before marriage. Oh, um, that's it. Like what everybody else says. Yeah. And for me, I was just like, okay, yeah, whatever, mom. Like, I won't do that. Thanks. But there's like no explanation behind that. So it was just kind of like, don't do this. Don't do that. Mm. But I think as we are intellectual creatures, we need reasonings, which was not provided and that's where we just go on our own journey and screw everything up. Because I had the same the same insight with my parents. They never really sat down with me and told me, here's the purpose of dating. Here's the purpose of your engagement. Here's the purpose of, mm -hmm. like, how, how should you be the man in the relationship? Like, mm. I was never told a lot of these things. The things I modeled is what I saw with my friends, what I saw in movies, and... 
<laughs> it's crazy because everything that that you see in the movies when it comes to relationships majority of it is just all fake right. like these are just completely exaggerated fake and unhealthy but then it's portrayed as a oh so romantic but it's just like terrible just I, looking at it yeah i wish they had like some kind of relationship class or classes in school because the only thing that was even close to relationships in high school was our sex ed class. And, and those were freaking terrible. Yeah. Like there's nothing like there's nothing that talked about anything about like affection and intimacy and actually having good communication. Healthy boundaries. Like, it just talked about the penis and the vagina. <laughs> and Ooh. STDs. Yeah, STDs. <laughs> like so... But yeah, I felt like I was failed. I mean, it was because of this. Um, and I didn't I didn't know this whole theology of the body thing was a thing until I was woke. I was a woke Catholic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was led into this path of just like falling into lust, mm-hmm. having impure relationships with women. And it just started affecting everything else in my life. Right. Um, I didn't know about theology theology of the body until you introduced it to me when we were courting when i was woke yeah then he woke me up (laughs) (laughs) it's the holy spirit woke us up um but yeah so when we started dating i remember like the both of us were like we wanted to know what is the truth of having a good and healthy relationship because we were never taught it no one really sat down with us and either mentored us in this whole journey. So we had to kind of figure this whole thing out ourselves. And um, ultimately, like when we, when we started growing in our faith, we started to understand that the purpose of our life was to get to heaven. And to get to heaven, we've got to be excellent in our lives. We've got to strive for excellence. We have to strive for virtue. And that just doesn't cla- doesn't just include like our careers, our school, which everything is like a lot of it is like geared towards like succeeding in your careers in school. But what about our relationship? Mm. Why don't we have that type of mindset of, hey, how can we be excellent and succeed in our relationship? Because um, again, we came like we in my past relationship, I just come into it just, oh, this is going to come naturally. There's... I didn't know there was no curriculum or anything, anybody teaching me. But through this, uh, what did we do? We we seeked experts. Right. Read books and had a lot of good conversations, good long conversations to get to know each other, to get to the root of our pains. Um, yeah. Yeah, we were able to interview a lot of married couples, get to know about their marriages and how they make things work. And um, again, like there was just so much that we've learned by going out of our own ways to to seek the truth of how this whole thing works. And from this, like we've learned how to communicate in a more healthy manner in our relationship. Thank God. We were able to do that. Praise 
Jesus that we're able to do that. Um, I said it like that because we do that with our daughter. We'll say praise Jesus and then she lifts up her hands. Um, but thanks be to God that we're able to learn how to communicate better because it's it's protected our hearts so much. It's protected our dignities because we're able to speak to each other in a way where it's respectful, it's loving, and we're still able to clearly communicate what we want and desire from each other without hurting each other. Yeah, because if you if you met me and you started dating me 10 years be- before you met me, Yikes. you'd be screwed because <laughs> I was a terrible communicator. Again, I didn't know these things. But um, through this whole journey, it really just allowed us to make to create a more Christ-centered relationship. It allowed us to get married pretty quickly. I think, like, if you look at it in in today's like modern age, where relation, like, usually dating couples, they take years before like an engagement happens. Like, we found better, like, faster clarity in our discernment um, by by doing this by mm-hmm. intentionally growing our relationship and seeking truth about how this whole thing works and understanding that this is not natural to us. Mm-hmm. This is this is a skill we have to develop like just like anything else in our lives. Right. So for all of you guys who are listening to this right now, you might be in that same position. You're like, I, I never had good role, role models. You might have been coming from a broken family. You might have not had these like these like the curriculum or anything really shared with you about how to have a healthy and holy relationship. But you know, that's your past and you're an adult now. So it's not like ultimately we could blame our past, our parents, the culture that they're responsible for the relationship that we have right now, the unhealthy Mm -hmm. behaviors that we exhibit. But ultimately we've got to be responsible for this. It is our responsibility we are adults now we are independent we have the resources to go out there and figure it out on ourselves learn by ourselves we have so many people and books out there that you don't have to depend on your parents or a formal education to tell you what to do exactly i know one of my mentors telling me like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, but expecting a different result. So if you haven't learned anything in your, in the, in your past, your upbringings and you're expecting a different result in your relationship, doesn't, it doesn't happen. There has to be a change. There has to be an investment in your time, your energy and your money to learn about this whole skill and developing the skill of relationships. So one of the things that you can do that you can really just change the trajectory of your relationship despite of your past is number one, just kind of go to the source, go to your upbringing, like look at your parents' marriage, okay? And think about the things that you actually do like, the things that you felt were very healthy that you would want to incorporate in your relationship. I think that's really important because although there might be things that don't align with your life and what you want to create. There's, I'm sure there's a lot of things that you've learned from your parents that you like your that probably inspire you. And they're like, Hey, I want to, I want to incorporate, I want to model that in my relationship. So whatever those things are, have you both discuss, like, what are the things from our upbringings, from our parents, 
would we want to bring into our relationship? And then, of course, there's the opposite side of that to think about what you don't like about your parents' marriage. And there's nothing wrong with not liking things in their marriage because that's just, they're just humans. Mm-hmm. We're all flawed in some way. And so think about what you don't like and then don't do it. <laughs> yes. um, simple as that. But for like div- people um, with divorced parents, like myself, um, this is where you have to get creative. Um, if you have step-parents, you can look at that marriage there, um, your step-parent and then whatever parent is married to that step-parent. Um, but if you don't have any, I didn't have any, um, look at the marriages in your community, in your circle whether it's like an auntie or uncle or you see a nice couple at church, uh, look up to them and see, observe them, see what they're doing that you like and that you don't like. Yeah, remember, you're going to want to model couples that inspire you. You don't want to model somebody's relationship where you're just kind of like, ooh, <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah, you want to model couples that you want to, you want to model or you want to learn from right from their behaviors and stuff like that so uh, the last thing to do is from these things that you know about what you'd like what you don't like about your upbringing and your parents and what they taught you you both need to create your own relationship culture okay because you are in charge of that you have the power to create whatever it is that you want to create in your relationship there's no past that's holding you back like everything that sarah and i experienced in our past we didn't want to bring that in our future mm-hmm. and we didn't we chose we intentionally chose not to do that but the second part of that is that we had to find resources to support us in creating this because we didn't know we didn't know how to do certain things but we desired to to be better in these all these other areas in a relationship so we had to find other people who were experts in this who were who were modeling this in their relationship and asking them the questions and f- just like going immersing ourselves. Right. And make sure that like whatever you guys do, you're communicating what you're trying to do in your relationship. Not just thinking like, oh, I I desire to be more affectionate in my relationship. And then you just like start snuggling up to your partner more and they don't know what's going on they might be like what the heck is happening like why are you so different all of a sudden make sure you guys are communicating so there's no um bumping heads or miscommunications or any misunderstandings yes so with that being said i hope you guys got value from this episode and just know that your past doesn't have to dictate your future. Whatever you experienced in your past, if you didn't have a good family, you didn't have any good role models, that doesn't have to dictate your future. You you are in the power of that. You can always rely on God's grace and asking him for help and for him to bring more couples for you to model after. And um, yeah, your life will change if you're intentional about this. So praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. 
Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future future spouses. spouses.